I got a good one for you guys today. Let me hear it. Listen to me, listen to me. When your work speaks for itself, you don't interrupt. Welcome to Cody's Corner. I feel that one in my ribs. Hello, everybody, and welcome officially to Cody's Corner. Cody's week-by-week hot takes on who's going to take the W in the sport of your choosing. I'm here sat beside, fitted up, per usual, looking like Dapper Dan out here. You got Petey beside me. What's up? And then we got the man with the chair, the man with the statistics. What is it? Wicked, 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 wicked. We got my boy David. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the show, man. Look, honestly, it's feeling kind of lonely with the one episode a week. I don't know about how you guys feel. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad that we're here, and I got a lot to say. I didn't talk to you guys a lot during the week. I, you know, not busy to let the people, not to let the people dip their toe into my business, right? But I, I stepped away. I went I went to Florida for the week. Ooh, in the back, sunshine. Got a little tan, looking like nice. little butter pecan Puerto Rican or whatever okay. they be saying on there, right? <laughs> All right? But I'm feeling myself today. You know, I'm back in uh, Brick, New Jersey, <laughs> and I'm not talking to town. <laughs> it's freezing over here, bro. I was wearing shorts last week, and I came back to wear a puffer, so I'm happy to be here. But I have something I want to talk about near and dear to our hearts. You know, we're always big into the parlays, as Mr. Parlay King himself beside me would uh, so happily remind us every now and again. Right. Mm-hmm. The Jaguars had $20 million embezzled by a FanDuel employee. Did you hear about this? No, I did not. The Jacksonville Jaguars have asked FanDuel to reimburse them for some or all of approximately $20 million in stolen proceeds from a former employee on the website. His name is Amit Patel. He was a mid-level finance manager, and he has pled guilty to stealing over $22 million through a virtual credit card system that the Jaguars use for their expenses. But the Jaguars are trying to fight FanDuel for it, and it kind of seems like FanDuel said, hey, we're sorry that our employee did that, but we're not going to give you the $20 million back. Wait, so I, I, so I don't really understand. So how does FanDuel have to do with... A Jaguar. It was a it was a FanDuel employee. So it was, there was an. I'm gonna break it down. There was a FanDuel employee. His name was Amit or Amit, right. and this guy is in charge of how their credit card systems work in FanDuel. He then gets the access of the Jaguars' expense credit card oh, wow. and starts using it to play daily fantasy. <laughs> is he winning? I mean, I don't know, but how, how much could you win putting down twenty million dollars? How do you get the Jaguars? Credit right, card. That's what I mean. That like, I don't know. If he's working for FanDuel. So who, so, who, so who in Jacksonville is betting on the games? That's what I want to know. Listen, I don't know. But when you look at it, right, who do you think this is This sounds right? like it goes real deep there, Cody. Listen. It sounds like it gets real deep. It starts like it, like it said, the story starts getting a little twisted, right? Because right, then you're like, yo. It? So apparently he lost $20 million in FanDuel. And then this same man took that credit card that he had to access from in FanDuel. And then lost another million on DraftKings. What in the world? He's probably gonna go to jail for a long time. Well, no, kidding. <laughs> that's like that's like I've never heard of such a thing in the industry of this magnitude before. Well, personally. he's good. Whatever, he's good. <laughs> Not that good. He got caught. Well, yeah, right. Well, he was good. Right, right. For a bit. The, the, 
Now, now, do they mention how long this was going on for? Because that's a lot of money. Well, look, I'm assuming. Let's see. Let's like, see. not in a season, because that's crazy. This was also interesting, just to note. He was a VIP host. So, a mm. VIP host is someone that when a VIP has a problem with the app or whatever, right. instead of talking to, like, customer service of FanDuel, they kind of have, like, a rep that they can hit up personally. Like, they have their number. And how do you become a VIP? Just by the amount of money you By the spend? amount of money that you play. Yeah, correct. Uh, but it has nothing to do with, like, your income or anything which makes, like that. Which makes sense, and I'm not a Exactly. VIP so, he basically just had... He was in charge of people that he knew was spending a lot of money on the app. Mm. One of them could have worked for... The Jaguars, oh, potentially, like maybe, yeah. I don't know. Or as David would say, the Jaguars. The Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> say it, say it, say it, David. Jaguars. Oh. Yeah, we all know There's that. extra emphasis where it doesn't belong. Uh, we all know. There's no I. J-A-G-W-I-R-E. Jag-wires. Whatever, yo. Listen, it's a difficult subject to talk about for other people, but not me. I got one more thing I want to say before we get into this recap. Can we clap it up for Jermaine Johnson made it to the Pro Bowl real quick? That's right. That's, That's right. right. Give him some love. That's right. Petey, Listen, you wear green Petey, you're not clapping. You better rep the Jets every once in a while. Petey, you're not clapping. Any ands, ifs, There's or enough clapping. There's not a single giant in the Pro Bowl. Not a one. Think. Not a one. Not a one. Not a one. That big blue is not to be found. Not a one. Hey. Not a single jet in the playoffs. Hey. Okay. The Giants are even farther than that, bro. Nah, we're not that. We're one game behind where you guys are. Okay, oh, okay. Petey. I tell you next what, man. Next week, the Giants are going to be ex- next week. Next year, the Giants are going to be exactly where they were this year. Mark my words. And so will the Jets. Yeah, anyway. Listen, man. But we're not here to talk about the Jets or the Giants. In the past, it has been my therapy session. But today, we're here to talk about the future and what is to come of the games that brought us our two teams that we're going to watch in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So let's get right into it, shall we? Shall we? We shall. I want to talk about this. And Petey said this to me while we were watching the Kansas City at Baltimore game. Kansas City at Baltimore. Kansas City beat Baltimore 17-10. to mm-hmm. Passing leader of the game, Lamar Jackson, 272 passing. The rushing leader, Isaiah Pacheco with 68. The receiving leader, Travis Kelsey with mm-hmm. 116 receiving. You said this to me, mm-hmm. right? So I want you to talk to me because you said it and it made me like, I, I look back at it and I <clears throat> reflected. You said the Ravens lost the game, not necessarily that Kansas City won that game. Yeah. So what what, what does that mean to you? So... It was it was a very it was a good first half, you right. know. They you know, had me in the first half. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. I think the first couple possessions, both teams were scoring, and I was like, "Oh, this might be a really high scoring game." Mm-hmm. Then it just turned into like a punt fest. Yeah. But in that, the Ravens kept getting the ball. They right. were down, but not out. But they just couldn't score or capitalize. Now let me ask you this: in the game before, where we watched Baltimore, right? Yeah. A lot of people talked about how. It seemed like Lamar Jackson was kind of hesitant to let go of the ball. Yep. Now it looked like he was throwing it too much and not relying on the legs that he brought him quick where stat, he was. Quick stat Please. for that game. Please. The Baltimore Ravens dropped back 82% of the offensive plays. Whoa. 
That's Tom Brady numbers. Yeah, that's a that big is number. not that is not the Ravens game plan. But no. continue, sorry. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe that's kind of what led them to their demise. You know, sometimes if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's anyone that needs to be dropping back and throwing the ball, it's the guy that was dropping back and throwing the ball, Pat Mahomes. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why they didn't get to where they were. And that breaks my heart. I was rooting for Baltimore all the way. I said it last week. You're going to hear me say it when the Super Bowl comes around. I didn't want a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. I didn't. You know how many rushes the Ravens had that game? How many? Take a guess. How many um, rushes? Yeah. I just told you. The, in, eight, I, I, in total. 11. Oh, I was going to say 13. 11. For a predominantly run-heavy team. Yeah, disgusting. 11? Yeah. Can, can we also talk about when Cody said Dalvin Cook was going to be a difference maker in this Ravens Oh, game? we could talk about it every episode. But you know what? That's a shame, though, because if they played the way that they're supposed to be playing, he should have made a difference on that team. He probably why pick, why pick up a running back to go into the playoffs if you're going to start running the ball less? True. What, well, is that, what does that mean? Also, you know? why have Gus Edwards be as hot as he's been and not use him? Right, right. Also, why have Lamar? You know, the, the big question mark to me, <laughs> I don't know why Lamar was, wasn't, wasn't running the ball. I don't know if it's coaching. Right. I don't know if he just had a mental block. He just was a little hesitant to run. Right, right. But the Chiefs defense, we spoke about them. I always said they have a better defense than they've had in the past. Two, and two lockdown corners. Two wow. lock, so that's what I'm going to bring Super up. Two nice. lockdown corners. They have a good defense. The best aspect of their defense is their secondary. Mm-hmm. Their yeah, corners. 100%. Marlon Humphreys. Why throw the ball? No, Marlon Humphreys is on the... Uh, Oh, forgive Ravens. me. I thought you were talking, talking about the Chiefs. Sneed. Oh, forgive me. I, Ladarius Sneed's on one side. I forgot. Dog. Yeah. But if you're Lamar Jackson, you have to run the ball more, way more than he did and throw a lot less often. Yeah. That well, just shouldn't have been the game plan. Did you think that they were going to go with this? Since me and David chose Baltimore and we were wrong about that, and you were the one that chose Kansas City, did you think that Baltimore was going to fold and, and make a, a bad decision like the way that they I, did? I didn't think so. I thought it would be a high-scoring game, but I just thought the Chiefs would outscore them and outplay them. It wasn't necessarily that. I mean, they played very well, but I, I do think Baltimore like shot themselves in the foot. Now, I have a question for the both of you. Yeah. Do you believe that because Kansas City came out and scored right away, do you think that that maybe changed up the way Baltimore kind of because now you're playing catch up. Right. Right? And I mean, obviously all these NFL games, you it's always like the first one to like what, 21 or right. the first one to 20 is like the wins, you know, a lot of these times in these games. Most of the time, yeah. And so it's like because of that, did that kind of put the pressure on Harbaugh? Did that put the uh, pressure on on Lamar to kind of go out and be like we need to put points up on the board because we're going against Andy Reid and the best quarterback possibly I, ever? I hope not. Because if you're telling me, coaching-wise, if you're telling me Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to score on their first possession, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised, right? Right. You have to be prepared to that, prepared for that, and prepared to play. Not completely abandon a game plan just because that happens. Because mm-hmm. I feel like there's more of a chance the Chiefs score first possession than they don't. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This, you know, To compare it to past seasons, and someone may attest to me if I'm wrong, Chiefs are the, usually the ones that are, like, turning on in the second half of the game. Well, I think three points were scored in the second, like, uh, yeah. in the second half. Like, nothing, the the, the the Ravens defense really kicked up, but they just couldn't, they completely went away from the game plan. They couldn't string anything together. And when they did, 
it was some what happened? Zay Flowers with the penalty, right? right? It was the taunting, right? That brought that brought that play that back. That was dumb. That was stupid. He, he's gonna learn. I'm sure, like you know what I mean. Everybody has their right, moments right. when the when because he's young still. And then and then what? And then the fumble, which was a wow. excellent play by Snead. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. Excellent play yep. by Snead. But still, it's one of those. It's obviously it killed whatever momentum they might have had. So it's like, I don't know. So. I don't the know. Ravens I, lost the game then? I do I think so. I, I think mean, the Ravens lost even the game. like on. So everybody talks about the Chiefs always getting the calls. Right. But the ones that they did, it's like, you know, we talk about the Ravens taunting. There was that one, I forgot who it was, but he like clotheslined a dude. Yeah. That's like, and then Baltimore fans are like, that's not, I'm like, that's a penalty. It's not, it's not just Chiefs getting calls, that's a penalty. But the defense, man, we talked about defense winning championships. I have a little statistic here. Let's okay. see, let's Since see. the year 2000, the fewest points allowed in the playoffs. In 2000, the Ravens allowed an average of 5.8 in the whole playoffs, which is insane. That's wild. That's it's a nuts. wild statistic. Next, 2000? 2000. Sheesh. Oh, my God. Next after that, big gap. 2002, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 12.3. After that, Seattle, 2013, 13.3. Legion of Boom. Legion of Boom. Now, 2023, Kansas City Chiefs, 13.7. Look at that. Now, this is obviously without a Super Bowl game being played yet. Right. We don't know if that's going to go up or down, but still ranked number four in defense points allowed in the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, you know, and that just goes to show, like like you're saying, you know, it's not, Kansas City knows exactly what they have to do with that experience and they lay it out on the line so i think you're right i think that you were right on the nose when you said the ravens were kind of stepping on their own toes they were now speaking of a team that was stepping on their own toes detroit at san francisco we're we're switching already we're we're done talking about that yeah i mean i honestly what else is there to say it was only a five like there was five scoring plays in the whole game like you said, nothing really happened in the second half. Do you do you feel like other anything? than other than Travis Kelsey showing his uh, dominance? Did you see that Kelsey? I believe he called Kittle like the best tight end in the NFL. Really? Yeah. I mean, we said it last week. We said this playoff had four best tight ends left. I mean, Very be true. real. What is he gonna say himself? I would. I mean, the dude had 116 yards that game. You can't, you can't. Like, you know what I'm saying? He has the most touchdowns. He has the most touchdowns for any tight end. Like, what do you mean? I mean, yeah, but if you're in the spotlight, what are you going to be like? Yeah, it's me. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, because we all know. No one else knows. Yeah, yeah. We all know Travis Kelce to be super humble, right? Like, yeah. You don't hear the guy on the podium? All right, fine. Well, do you agree with him? That Kittle's better? Yeah. No. All right. Well, then he must have said it for a reason because if he's not humble, he's not stupid either. He Ooh. can't say himself. Before we move on to the next game, can we talk about the controversy? Um, oh, I can't blank another name. Oh, Justin Tucker, when he's doing oh, his warm-up routine. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That, was that, that was funny. That was funny. He's just doing kicking drills. Competition. It, uh, that, that little clip of like Pat Mahomes flinging his gear like yeah. that over. The, I so, mean, so everybody, I, I like that, bro. I like I mean, it, too. That gets me excited, bro. So, like, hell yeah, playoffs. So everyone was saying, uh, Travis, Kelsey, Mahomes, they're being... Little, you know. Bullies. Bullies, that's a good word. I couldn't think of yeah, a synonym. Yeah, bullies because he's the right. kicker. I couldn't think of a synonym for the word I wanted to say. Right. So, everybody was complaining about that, right? right. I was like, why is he warming up in their end zone in the first place? Like, I don't really know how it works in football, but, like, in basketball, for example. He didn't need to be doing You warm that. up on your half, yep. and the other team warm up, warms up on the other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how it I goes. don't think he should have been right next to Mahomes on the five-yard line with a little 
I think he came out and said that he did that on purpose, though. Probably. Justin Tucker, I mean. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I respect the mind games, right? I mean, but I'm not going to criticize. the best kicker in the league right now, you know. Yeah. I'm sure he feels like, you know, he's feeling himself a little. The game was at home, whatever. Anybody know? who had a problem with what either Justin Tucker did or <clears throat> Mahomes or Kelsey never played a sport in their lives. All right? I agree. Because all that is is competition and, you know, guys trying to get into each other's heads and stuff like that. That's... Yeah. I, w- I want to see that personally, yeah, like, you know what I mean? As a fan, as somebody who used to play sports and stuff like that, like, yeah, I want to see all of that. And if I'm a coach, I'm encouraging that too. Yeah, you know, these new generations of, of athletes aren't really at that same level of aggressiveness with one another. Everybody wants to be friends. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, look, recently I watched a cousin of mine go and play some basketball. I'm watching uh, players on his team, you know, picking up the opponents teams off the floor when they get fouled you're crazy I was like what are you in my mind i was like yo you're lucky if i even touched your hand when you were reaching up for your teammate like right. it's just one of those things there was there was a certain level of like mentality where you're looking at the other team like you're public enemy number one right now yeah anything that goes with you i mean it's not like uh it's not like a hatred for someone no, I, I, I don't have any malice towards yeah, you yeah no it's but... not like uh it's not something negative where you kind of uh have a sort of what's the word i'm looking for disrespect disrespect because it's not like you don't respect because if you respect someone to let you play the way you play a sport it's vice versa that that's what their sportsmanship is all about but you know that they're gonna go just as hard at you as you are at them so it's like a mutual okay i'm i can't be nice to you right now i'm trying to murder you 100 percent. it's like, funny um, i'm currently in the middle of reading an autobiography david wright from the mets Okay. And he was talking about his first year when he joined the team. He had a hard play where he was running from first to second, mm-hmm. and the second baseman caught, caught the ball and went to throw it to first, and David Ryan, like, slid into his feet. Kind of like – it's a thing baseball players do to kind of break up a play. Right, right. And then afterward, like, he hit him a little bit, and he, like, grabbed him. You know, he picked him up, and he was like, I'm sorry, blah, 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 and he walked back to the bench. And it was, like, in 2005. Right. And then the coach was like, I thought you were going to kiss him too. Because, you know, like, you never really saw that back then. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, check, that like, was around the time where it was starting to happen a little more, you know? Yeah, well, like, check this out. Like, in basketball, Russell Westbrook, right? We all know who he is. Right. He's known for talking trash. Right, right. He's calling people baby. He's rocking the baby yeah, after he does yeah. a move, you know? The other night, I'm watching a game against the Pistons. Uh, Sasser, step back three. Uh, like, two plays before... Russell just came up the court, talk, you know, scored a layup, talking smack, carrying the baby, this and this and that, right? Being Russell, being, right. like, aggressive, like, not like, but, you know, being competitive, right? Right. Sasser comes up, step back, three, drains it right in his face. As they're going up the court, you see the camera pan, and Russell's, like, congratulating the kid. You know what I mean? Like, giving him, like, Yo, good shot, good shot. Yeah. Because that's what it's about. I play in the league, and every Wednesday, I can tell you right now, I'm talking mess. <laughs> I'm talking cra- like I'm talking crazy right, sometimes, right. you know what I'm saying? But should. best believe that after that game, it's all respect. Oh, so you might hate me during the game, right, right. but then if you do, I won already because now I'm in your head. That's what I want. Right, but right. I don't hate you. I got, I got a good one for you. I know I know you remember this time in, in the Olympics when Kobe Bryant flew through Pau Gasol's chest. 100% yeah, he he called that. He said yeah. he, he told. I don't know if you watched the documentary. He told. He said I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that. He said, listen. Then, he said I know what play they're gonna run. He said, don't worry about anything. I'm running right through Powell's chest. I know I'm gonna get the foul. I'm running right through his chest. Set the tone for the whole game. That's his brother. Yeah, that's his guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, man. So anybody who, in my opinion, if you had a problem with that, 
uh, go watch pickleball or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just recently learned what pickleball is. We talked about it last week. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, fun sport to play. You've played it. Yeah, I've played it. Ah, uh, uh, look. Someone who plays pickleball is like equivalent to someone who says jaguar. Like in my uh, life. It's all in the same category. Nah, because I've never agree. played pickleball. I say we should go play some pickleball in jaguar. David, you're you're two Sire. years two years removed from about to play pickleball. You're right there. You're bugging. You're right there. You know? You're pushing sixty. <laughs> you're getting to that age. Well, but look, it's you know it's tennis, just easier on the on the knees and the body. That's all it is. Yeah. Okay. It sounds appealing. I'm not gonna hold you. There you go. <laughs> Anything but, that's easy like on the knees. Said, everybody had a problem with it, but Justin Tucker himself. He I, was like, I was playing mind games. That's what it is. I'm not upset at all. Exactly. After, after we finish recording the show, you know, David has to oil his knees like like a tin man. As if I'm running suicides in here. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Well, look, I had a really good transition, I know, and I'm sorry. glad you stopped me. But I'm gonna, I'm just gonna hit it right back anyway. Well, why don't we go to the parlays that that we did oh, not hit oh. whatsoever? Right, I so mean, I'm pretty sure this is Petey's parlay here, right? Yeah, I'll talk about it. Yeah, um, might as well. I, had, I had the parlay for both games. Right. I had McCaffrey over 90 yards. He did that. I had Pacheco touchdown. He did that. Mm-hmm. I had the over on 45 and a half. They did that. I had Lamar Jackson. For a rushing touchdown. Right. He did <sighs> not do that. Which is very unlikely in this situation. But you know? looking back at it, he wasn't running the ball. And now you know. Yeah, I mean, listen. My parlay, I had Lamar two TDs, Mahomes 225, Kelsey for 75, and, Rash- and Rashi Rice for 40+. plus. Rashi Rice is looking like he's him. Yeah. Rashi Rice is looking good, man. Oh, he's yeah. looking like a dog. And, um, I mean, it also helps when you have Patty Mahomes throwing you the ball. Of course. You know, but um, but he looks developed. But yeah, but as you can see, I had Lamar for two TDs. PD had Lamar for a TD. It just shows that right back to what we were talking about. They completely went away from the game plan, and it's disappointing. Yeah. Well, speaking of game plans, Dan Campbell stuck with his this game. Oh my goodness! And he shot himself in the foot. We got San Fran against Detroit. And this was a fun game to watch. Yes, it was. And, you know, the way that it ended, a little, you know, people are upset. I don't necessarily blame Dan Campbell too much because, look, he's been doing it all season. He likes to go for it, right? Right. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. Mm, okay. It, it's, like, it's different because it is... Double edge, maybe? Double edge sword, right? <laughs> Yo, that one came from his stomach. You saw... Oh, oh. <laughs> Double <excited>. edge? <laughs> Honestly, no, but what you're saying is fact, you know? And then I got to tell you, if I was uh, lying today and I was concerned about my future, I honestly could tell you I don't think I would have anything to worry about. I would. Personally. I would. What do you have to worry about? Because I think it's hard enough to make it to the Super Bowl and, like, win it nonetheless, but I, this might be the farthest we see them make it. Listen, I, I listen. Disagree with you. I, I, we, we I disagree think, with you 100%. We did, look, I hear look. you both saying that. I hear you both saying, but, Peter, real quick. Just to, the offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, had all the opportunity to be a head coach for the Washington Commanders. Yeah. And he decided that, you know what? I, I like my chances here in Detroit way better. Because, listen, co- head coaching jobs do not come just willy-nilly. You understand well, what I'm they saying? They do so, nowadays. Well, <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? Yeah, like, no. it's, not, it's not something that somebody necessarily turns down. Yeah. So I think that says about a lot 
about the Lions and their belief in what they've got going on over there. I I agree, but I, I just the, with the competition in the league that you got Pat Mahomes, he's still around. You have San Fran's gonna be a juggernaut for years. And we, we talk about the teams that like just just got eliminated. You know, you had Houston that's on the come up. Right. You have Buffalo that's still gonna be in it every year. You know. The Chargers, who knows what they do. Green Bay on the come up. You have all these teams. I don't want to say this was the Lions' best shot at making it all the way, but I do think it's going to be harder for them in the next coming years. Here's a problem that I have with Dan Campbell today because of this, and I'm going to just reiterate what we spoke about when they played, who was it, the Cowboys, when they had that whole lineman play or whatever. Yo, don't you think Dan Campbell should have learned his lesson? Uh, I yeah. Bro, take he, the points. Take the points. Take the points. Take the points, especially bro. when you're Nothing, up. No, it doesn't make sense to me. He already had the chance to tie that game with the Cowboys. What did he do? Made a risky decision, and it didn't go well. Now he's in the same position in the playoffs. Take the points. Take the points. Take the he points. He could even if he took them to OT. Even if he took San Francisco to OT. Even if San Francisco got the ball first, you're giving yourself a chance. Now there wasn't even a chance. Take the points. Take the points, bro. But we are, we are saying this. We're saying it But it's not a skill problem happened. that Detroit has. That's like, why I'm not worried about the future. What if they would have like they would have made it on that fourth down? Yeah, we but we wouldn't be talking about this. What if he missed a field goal? We wouldn't be talking about this. Well, I'm I'm if you miss a field goal, then it's not on Campbell. It's on the kicker. But my right? thing is that what is he going on fourth down for? Is it an analytics thing? Because it I get it. Analy- it. But is. see, but see, this is what I'm talking about. Well, like with this whole analytics like vibe that everybody's on. We all watch football, man. We right. bought, you know, played football. Dan, like he's been out there. Like you know situations. You know there's sometimes where it's like. I'm not going to trust these analytics right now. I'm going to go with my football acumen, right. and I'm going to make this football play because you're up 17. Now you go up 20, right? Right, And it's a different game. But it's like... Sloppiness. Uh, yeah, I, take the points. You know? Take I, the points. I agree with you. Like... Even that, I'm, I feel I'm embarrassed for that corner. What's his name? CJ Gardner Johnson. Johnson? Bro, yeah. waving at the at San Francisco at the half? You look like a fool. And that's his own fault, yeah. Like, I mean, not for nothing, that's a good time to be excited or celebratory, but to then lose like that, you know? So, I have a question. I was listening to something, speaking about this game, right? Because uh, it's apparent that Dan Campbell messed up. It is what it is. People may say what they want to say, but right. regardless of that, the San Francisco 49ers were down 17. They were. I mean, you know? they were looking down and out. I was ready to turn off the game. So I my thing is, my thing is, <laughs> for real. the 49ers also haven't looked like this juggernaut that they did in the regular season. Correct. Right? So I was listening to something, and who do you have as their quarterback? You have Brock Purdy, right? Mr. Irrelevant. Right, right. But then you have all of these amazing skill players like the 49ers are talent wise are stacked top to bottom correct so now this raises the question are the 49ers their scheme coach game plan all of this stuff is it really that good or is it just that their skill players are so much better than the guys on the other side sometimes that it's that it's literally willing them 
to wins. That could be it. I mean, look, I'll put it to you like this. We're going to find out in two weeks. Yep. Yep. Because it's one type of team against the other type of team. Mm-hmm. It's the star quarterback against the star skill player. And I'm going to tell you right now, well, I mean, there's some other things, like other stats. Like, Fortnite's play a lot of zone. Mahomes is going to kill that. Right. So, but Especially the way that Rice is playing? Yeah, but, I mean... Aside from that, I, I don't know. That that was just something that was really intriguing to me because I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense because they got some really – Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, we can go down the line, right? Right. Like, they've got a uh, defensive side, Nick Bosa, freaking um, – well, what's this, uh, Chase Young. You know what I mean? Like, they've got everywhere. Wherever you look, they've got talent. Right. So, could that really be it? Could it just be that they're that much better? And is that a formula that wins a Super Bowl? I mean, hey, that's that's kind of what's yeah. been taking them there in the past, too. Even when they played the Chiefs, what was that, 2019? When it was uh, Jimmy G at, at the quarterback mm-hmm. and they had that? It was the skill players running they, that They could have won that game. They could have won, won, won that game. One bad play. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G the threw a way. bomb that was not Sorry. caught. That's okay. Jimmy G threw a bomb that should have been caught. He just didn't throw it, right? Mm-hmm. They, they should have won that game. If we're being honest, Cam Newton came out and said... Brock Purdy's the tenth best person on the team. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people. There's a lot of people. I don't. I, don't, I, don't I can't that. think of all ten of them. I mean, we could try right. We could here, try right, right now. now. We could try. Look, look. You got Debo. Mm-hmm. Ayuk. Yep. Kittle. Yep. McCaffrey. Yep. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'll put Chase Young Chase over him. Chase Young. Bosa. Bosa. That's seven. That's six right there. That's six. Uh, are you counting the fullback? No. Usyk? I'm not, I'm not going to count him as no. Purdy. I mean, that's six for me. Who else would? Who else could you even put there? I mean, I didn't go in depth into the Cam Newton argument. Maybe, nah, David, well, if you want to pull that up, we could kind of see if he, dropped, nah, nah, if nah, he nah. name-dropped anybody, you know. Nah, but he, I mean, He didn't. I, I I, I've, I've seen Cam Newton. I've watched Cam Newton before. He's For, uh, for purpose of, like, just looking at what it is that Kittle? he meant by that, it's yeah, true. We, yeah, we Kittle. said Kittle, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, are you looking at it right now? Yeah. I see. You I don't really see. Something. I don't really see too many that are. But still, but still, point being that he's nowhere near the best. He's not. He's not even on the first hand if I'm counting. He's not right. top five. He's not top five. He's not top five. Like that, he's not top five. And your quarterback is usually top five right. if yeah. if you he are. He should uh, be. Yeah. Even for but the that's line. not a, that's not a bad thing, you know. Yeah. That just means their team is stacked with players. Yeah. And I'm not Purdy's not bad. What I meant to say by that is they also had the, basically the same exact formula when they had Jimmy Garoppolo. That's exactly what I mean. They're stacked with players, but if you can scheme correctly and take those players away, yeah. or just limit you know the players that you do allow to certain things, are you that hard to beat? So, so on that point of being stacked and not on the QB position, right? Mm-hmm. The Lions, going back to them. Mm. You have stars on that team. Jameer Gibbs on the come up. David Montgomery. Right. Sam Laporta. Right. Mm-hmm. Amon Ross A. Brown. Mm-hmm. Right. All right? That's just on the you offensive side. You can make the argument side. for one of the Reynolds now, I think. I think, mm. yeah, very soon you can. And then you have Jared Goff. Now I want to I ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Let's say I tell you the Lions are going to be in the Super Bowl in, ten, in two years. All right? Two to three years they're going to be in the Super Bowl. Okay. Are you thinking... It's going to be Jared Goff taking them there, or they have a new QB. I mean, look, people say he's the worst player on the team, but he is playing really good football. I would, th- I can, I do believe, I've, I've watched Jared Goff take a, a team to the Super Bowl. But, yeah. Okay, but let's, let me rephrase that, I'm sorry. 
Let's say the Lions win the Super Bowl in two years. Are they gonna Are they gonna say it was because of Jared Goff? Is that what you're do asking? Do you think it's Jared Goff is gonna be? Can do you think Jared Goff can win a Super Bowl? Yes. With the Lions. Yes. I don't think Absolutely. Jared. I don't think Jared Goff lost that game. No, I agree with you. He didn't. It was Campbell that lost that game. That was coaching. That had nothing to do with the skill thereof. I think Jared Goff Jared played. Goff. I think Jared Goff played a good game. Two, 25 for 41, 273 yards and one touchdown. It's not a great game. But no, but Jameer Gibbs scored. But, but Jameer Gibbs scored. Like they had, yeah. they had that. They had that. Uh, what was it? A punt return or, or was it a, or was it a kickoff return? I think it was a punt return. So you know what I mean? So yeah, they were scoring. So Jerry Goff didn't have to throw for a bunch of touchdowns, but right, right. But he did what he was supposed to. Right. And if what, coaching would have did, did what they were supposed to, yeah, they would be in the Super Bowl right now. So, so do like I Campbell think Street. that Jared Goff, if they got there, I mean, a lot goes into it to winning a Super Bowl, but right. I don't think that he couldn't be a reason that they win. Like I said, I don't think the Lions should even be worried about next year. Being honest. I would be a little worried. Well, who would you be worried about, especially in their division? Name me the division again. Isn't it? What is it? The Lions division is the Vikings, the Packers. I'd be worried about the Vikings the Bears. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'd, be wor- I'd be worried about the Bears a little bit. I'm not worried about I'd the Bears. I'd be worried about the Packers a little bit. I'm worried about the Packers. I think I'd be worried about Jordan I'd be Love. Worried if the Bears have, uh, it's it's tough, but if they have a draft and an offseason that's really good, I'd be worried about them next year. Let me ask you this. They've already got the youngest team in the league. If you're looking at that team, right, and you're looking at that division, if you're looking at all four starting quarterbacks in that division, so you got Kirk Cousins potentially. You don't know if he's going to come back. You got Jordan Love. You got Jared Goff. And then you got potentially either Caleb Williams or Justin Fields, right? He's still the best one so far. And there? Out of... of out of those four. I might take Kirk. Maybe. Over Jordan Love, you said? I think Jordan Love is, is the better player overall, but Jared Goff has been more successful in his NFL yeah, career. Yeah, but that's so only far. because he's been around. I think I just think by Kirk watching. Maybe might be the best one in that group. Ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think. Like, so what are we talking, though? Are we talking talent-wise? Because are we really going to put any of these guys talent-wise over Jordan Love? I, saw Jordan, I thought Jordan, Jordan Love Jordan Love, looked, I think, has looked, the potential to be Yeah, I think Jordan Love looked great. Group. Like, but if you mean like right now, who's the best? Like as as like in the start of next season? Yeah, who are you most excited to see them ball out next? Jordan Love. Jordan Love. I agree. Jordan Love. But I'd also be very excited for Justin Fields. If are you? I do. I do like Justin Fields a lot. I don't know, man. I like him too, just not on the Bears. I don't know. Is he gonna stay on the Bears? I mean, we've had this conversation. I, you know, Sheesh. he deserves to stay on the Bears. I'll put it like that. He does after all this fake news that I might have seen about Caleb Williams? Definite, definite fake news. Definite fake news that a lot of people don't want to see. Uh, or Caleb Williams doesn't want to be a Bear. This and that. Listen, man. If if they're gonna make all the, all this fake hype about whether a player wants to or wants to not go there, keep the guy that's already doing well, and just quit all the gossip while you're ahead. Yeah, but that's not how the NFL works. You know, well, that's how I work, David. Okay. All right. As I sit here in my game studio and I try to focus on where I really think these teams are going to be next year, I don't think the Lions have anything to worry about. I think they'll be. I think the, the from the way it looks, the way they're constructed, and everything. I mean, they're a playoff team, and it looks like they're going to be a perennial playoff team for a little bit. So let, let me ask you this. Shout out to Petey. Two for two with your decisions this week. Thank you. We both Thank picked uh, Detroit, and then you had Kansas City and San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, 
That's what I thought was gonna happen. That's he not picked what, I what it, he picked with his mind. We yeah. picked with our heart this yeah, week, right, right, we last, last week. week. It is what it is. So I want to say this. I want to ask one question before we move on from the Bears and the division completely. Mm-hmm. The Bears have the number one pick. Yep. Number two is the Commanders. Number three is the Patriots. Right. Mm. I'm gonna assume the Commanders and Patriots are both looking for a QB. Right. Okay. Okay. Bears have the number one. Should they talk to the Patriots, who have the number three? Swap picks and get something else, right? So let's say the Bears get the number three pick and something else, right? So that puts the Patriots at number one. Right. So that puts them over to Commanders, who also probably would take Caleb Williams. So it gives the Patriots a chance to get Caleb Williams. And then it gives the Bears a chance to get Harrison for a receiver and something else. I'm going to tell you why I don't think the Bears would do that is because they also have other picks in that first like top but 10 why not you get you get marvin because, harrison jr because why would they move down if they already know that they have a lower pick in the lineup ready for them so they don't really need to bounce back because they can have the front end because i'll tell you why. and it's not going to be just a pick swap they're not just going to do one for no, three no, they're going to want something you get, else you get something else you get a pick swap and something right because if i'm being honest with you i think the bears best to fit their team marvin harrison jr fits that team the best right mm-hmm. If you trust Fields enough. So you get Marvin Harrison Jr. And you get something else in return. And then you still have that number nine pick to do whatever you want with. Right? I I think that makes a lot of sense. Now I have a question for you. Bringing that up. Yeah. Do you think or do you not think that the Patriots... Are they not believing in Mac Jones? No, they're not. They shouldn't. Bailey Zappi was playing better than Mac Jones for the last part of the season. Tell me no. And I'm not. That's not even me speaking from a division. Do you point believe in Mac Jones? Hell no. no. No, I'm talking to David. I mean, he's a Pro Bowler. I don't care. Who's a Pro Bowler? Mac Jones made the Pro Bowl last year. That's disgusting. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you think it's disgusting or not, he did. So, I mean, but he didn't, he didn't start in the Pro Bowl. What he make like All Pro or First Team Pro or Listen, something? Listen, bro, like he was in the Pro Bowl, man. He's a Pro Bowler. How'd that happen? So that's on his resume. Whether <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I mean, it, it sounds good, Petey. It sounds good. Because if, if they don't... I'm assuming the first three picks are most likely going to be quarterbacks and then number four, the Cardinals. If Harrison's there, they're taking Marvin Harrison. I just don't see the Bears or any team for that matter unless they unless something happened and they you know got a pick from a team and they were terrible. And, but of giving up... A quarterback and giving up a quarterback, somebody like Caleb Williams, who's supposed to be like you know, even though listen, this is all speculation because you could he could very easily be a bust, right. right? But still, the consensus is that this kid is legit, that he's the real deal, right? So, I just don't see any team doing that. It, it's all just a pipe dream. Like their best bet, no matter how much you want to keep or how much you like Justin Fields, their best bet is to get rid of Justin Fields. Now, speaking of a pipe dream, before we get a little bit too far off this game, I got to talk to you about my lost parlay. I know you want, you <laughs> wanted to use pipe dreams because as soon as I said it, you gave me a look oh, like... You saw the twinkle <laughs> in my eye. Right. Right. I was, like, was like, oh, yeah, I like that one. Yes, finally! <laughs> All right, so look, I had CMC anytime touchdown. That one hit. Over 51 and a half. That one did also hit. The over hit at 64. And then I said Josh Reynolds for 50 receiving yards. He had one catch for 25. Yeah. Yeah. I know, because at my parlay... If he parlay, had one more catch like that, 
Well, you know what? He had oh, three. He had three him. attempts. Fox. He had three attempts. Each of each each of his attempts were for over uh, 15, 20 yards. It's just that he caught the last one for twenty five. So if he would have caught all three of his passes, he would have hit it. You would have hit. And they might have would have won. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they might have would have won if Dan Campbell uh, stuck to his P's and Q's instead of a. Uh, as some might say, risk it for the biscuits. Yeah, whatever. You're going to be eating a lot of biscuits pretty soon. We'll talk I, about that <laughs> in the future. I am, man. I got to check that fantasy basketball. <laughs> no, you're building. losing against me this week. Tell you that. Oh, no. I'll turn it back on. Oh, it's Saturday. It's over, right? Yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's, 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 you're done. Speaking, you're about, speaking about today, it is Saturday. Just want to give a quick little tidbit. Um, you guys won't listen to the show till tomorrow. However, Lakers, Knicks tonight. 8 o'clock, big Super game. We're going to talk about Super that game hyped. more. Oh, we, oh, we're going yeah. to. We're going to. But, you know, I just wanted to give a little, yeah, a little it's a good game. One. But look, now I we... I can't have, wait to watch the Knicks lose, but anywho. In two weeks, we have the game that many people didn't want to see. We have San Fran against Kansas City. Yeah. And there's, look, a lot on the line. We'll talk about that way more next week. But initially, I don't know. what. Well, let's talk about what we think, all right? CMC, I think, is a little hurt going into that game. He hurt his neck towards the end of the other game. Right. I think... I think he'll be fine. I think if he's not 100% healthy, he'll still play. I don't think he's missing that game for anything. I don't think anybody should miss that game. Did you hear about the whole thing about how Christian McCaffrey can't afford a suite for his no, family? No, 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 no. I, I, it was more that his mother couldn't afford the suite. I'm sure if Christian McCaffrey, you know what I mean? I, I think it was more of a th- more of a $2.5 million. Thing. Yeah, I think it was more of a thing to like let people know like how expensive this is. But I'm pretty sure if Christian well, McCaffrey wanted to get his mom there. Speaking of expensive and tickets to this game, I have a little story for you. Oh, okay. I came okay. across this on TikTok, okay? So TikTok. there was a, a podcast or something going on, a radio show. TikTok. And and this girl and her boyfriend called in. Yo. They were having a little, a little situation, right? Okay. Her boyfriend <laughs> won true. two tickets to the Super Bowl. Oh, shit. Right? Uh-huh. Two free tickets. To this, to this year's Super Bowl? To this year's Super Bowl. Oh, God, okay. He won two tickets to the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Just so happens that his girlfriend's birthday is the day before. Oof, tough cookies. So, you know, he got he got the chance to go that weekend to the Super Bowl. She's very upset. She's like, it's my birthday weekend. I want to celebrate my birthday, but he wants to go to this game, and he's bringing his best friend. So celebrate, uh, like, the week after or something, the week before. Now, now, why can't he bring his girl? So they only gave him two... Tickets and two flights to the to the game. And the first thing he said was, "I'm bringing my boy." I, I mean, mean, hey, do you blame do- him though? Off the door. Do you blame him though? <laughs> off the door. Look, if you're going to the Super Bowl, <laughs> if this isn't like you know, you're just gonna go watch Giants Jets at MetLife. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is the <laughs> game of the year. This this is a once. You're yeah. not gonna I'm take. Not, you're not I'm gonna not take even, someone else that probably knows the sport a little better. I'm not over someone that'll this. really like enjoy the event. Like realistically, a once. Realistically, she doesn't want to go to the Super Bowl for her birthday. <laughs> I'll get more into that. Realistically, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. What right. in the, the world? average person isn't going to a Super Bowl game in their lives. That's just being honest. Correct. Correct. So they at the the radio people asked her, and they're like, "Are you into football at all?" And she's like, "No, not really." So he was like, yeah, that's why I'm not bringing her. And me and my best friend, he was like, we watch every game every Sunday together. Yep. He's like, why would I not bring him to the Super Bowl with me? Right. And it makes sense. And she's like, well, you know, I just wanted to go. It's my birthday. I just wanted to go. I would like to be in Vegas. Well, she she can go to Vegas and they can go all out the day before and the day after that. Well, look, 
Nah, I don't there's, know. It's not like Vegas. There's nothing to do in Vegas. You know. So was there a question behind this? Are you asking me like, are you asking us what we would do in this situation? Well, obviously or? you must have known that asking me, I was gonna be appalled at the question without even you even asking so, yeah. the question. So let's say we also know, I'm sure hotels in that area super expensive that weekend, probably right. all sold out. Oh yeah. So let's assume, because I'm pretty sure, it like the argument was she's not going that weekend, and she was upset, right? Like, he was like, I'm, I can't buy a flight for her, and we can't get a hotel room mm -hmm. for that. All right? Another one, at least. So, I'm going to put you both in that situation. Oh, I'd say it. you get invited to the Super Bowl, two tickets. I got I got it already, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't even I'm not know. I'm going to lie to you. You don't even need to finish the question. Honestly. Like, let me tell you. Uh, like, like, as respectfully as possible. Yeah. I'll see you later. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Honestly, honestly, and this is all due. Be for real. And this is all due respect to my lady, who I love very much. Shorty, I'm gonna oh. see. I, I'm gonna see you on the flip. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna take pictures for well, you. To be honestly, to be completely honest, my shorty likes football. So with that being said, we would probably go together, and it would be a great time. But if she didn't, if she just didn't like sports and she just wasn't into it, yeah, I'm taking my boy. Let's, let's let's like reverse the scenario. No, I gotta I gotta I gotta say this because yeah. I am petty, right? <laughs> so <laughs> when I first got with my girl, she told me she was an Eagles fan. Okay. Did, I, did I ever tell you this? No, you did not. So if she tried to come and be like, I can't believe we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I can't Bowl, believe we're going. <laughs> I'd be like, your team isn't in the Super Bowl. So you don't care about going, right? But that's not it. No, but why would you be petty in that situation? Because Eagles aren't in on division. But it's not even about it's not even about that. It's about look, and you could be the fan of whatever team you want. You know, right. just because you're with me doesn't mean you got to be a Jets fan. But the Eagles, though. She, be, you think she chose out of pettiness? I I don't know. I really don't know. I think if I'm being honest, she probably saw Jalen Hurts one time wearing like the Jordan cleats. Ooh, that's cool. He's cute. Yeah, right. Oh my god, those kids, those cleats are so cute. Yeah, I want one. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> just one though, not both. Just one. Oh, talking about a, not not like in a pair of shoes, <laughs> no, a single shoe, a single cleat. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I'll see you later. I mean, roles reversed. Let's say your girl won two tickets front row to her favorite, whether it's Beyonce or Giveon or Brent Fias. Right? right, right, right. She's not taking me. Wait, She's whoa, not... whoa, wait. Yeah. I love Brent though. Like, but see, that's the thing. Well, um, let's say, let's say right, it was an artist that she loves that like, you're not crazy. She about. loves. She got two front row tickets in Vegas as well, right? She got flights and a hotel room. She's like, I'm gonna take my girl with me, <laughs> but it's your birthday. I don't think you'd be that upset about it. You if also... it was my day of my birthday? Oh, uh, now, birthday. now it's wait, 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 she gets her. What if her favorite artist was Lil Yachty, right? All right. She gets tickets to that, and it's your birthday. You'd be like, I don't want to go to a Lil Yachty part like concert for my birthday. I'd rather stay home and honestly and do something I like. Honestly, realistically, I would probably let her go because again, that is but like it one like of you'd those. But it sounds like you'd be upset. 
Well, I think I think I think initially there might be like a little disappointment because I mean I am human, right? But at the same time, she told me, "Listen, I won these tickets. It's once in a lifetime." I'm gonna be like, "All right, well, just know that when you get back, you know what I mean, make it up for that time we lost." It's been like, look, <laughs> once in a lifetime, but the lifetime resumes after the Super Bowl is over. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, so that's I, it. So I yeah, I would I, I would let her rock. Right. I would let her rock. What, would you, what just... would you do, Petey? Which which way? If it was if it was your girl. If she won, if she, she loves won... Beyonce. If okay. she won backstage passes and two tickets, I know she probably she might ask me. I, I, I would say you wouldn't go to that because I, I would. Say you'd go to see Beyonce. <laughs> I'd go not, see the I'm Queen. I'm not as into Beyonce as other Beyonce fans are. PDB in there. I'm not. Who runs the world, girls? Who runs the world, girls? Take your shirt off. Who runs the world? So. She might ask me out of, like, kindness, but I, I know she has another friend I'd be more into it. Yeah, out of kindness, because it's politicking. She wants to ask you just so you could be like, ah, oh, no. I, how many how many times have we all done that? Let me I ask know, something. Hey, hey, no, look. <laughs> so you could be like, hey, at least I asked. I, I asked, right? <laughs> I asked you before I no, went, no and you said you didn't want to go. you didn't ask, is all I'm saying. Now, so. if, it, if it falls on my birthday weekend... And she's like, I'm, I'm going with my other friend. I know my son be like, wow, you're going to miss my birthday. But I'm also going to be Everyone's very understanding. I'm I, a, you can't miss that. Are you a big birthday person in I'm, general, I'm though? Not, Some people hold their birthday on a pedestal. Like my mom. As if, th- no. My you, mom. Look, your mom celebrates the whole month. It was this year. Right. So her birthday is on February 25th. Right. February 1st. She was like, I'm throwing a party. I'm like, for what? Today. She's like, it's my birthday. I was like, your birthday's in 25 days. She's like, yeah, but it's February. I, I, she celebrated from the 1st till March 31st. It was two <laughs> that, months this that's year. Too much. It was two months that's this not year. A, that's not a day. That's a season. She, she loves her birthday. See, Clearly. I'm not as he- I mean, not that I'm not a heavy person, but I'm, I'm one of those birthday people that's like, yeah, you do what you gotta do. I, you know, I just wanna uh, meet up and have something nice to eat at one point in time in the day. I don't need like a, I don't need all these people around. Good food is important. If that's, you had to pick any restaurant in the world for your birthday, where would you go? Oh, oh my God, that's a tough that's one. A let's say somebody, let's say somebody's taking you and they're paying Are you the bill. Me a meal or a restaurant? Restaurant. They're taking you. It's your birthday. They're picking up the tab. Where are you picking? Oh, something, something. The uh, Cheesecake Factory. I don't know. That yeah, cause that's so like. Cause even even like these big these big time restaurants like, listen, I don't want to go and f- buy a hundred dollar plate for right. a, a morsel of food. Oh my, that was a fantastic a word. Morsel. That's a not morsel. what I want. I no, want to, no, you know I, what I'm saying? You want to make me happy? You heard that one? Take too. me to K Pot down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the. Have and you let done me, that? Have and let me wait. get. Hold on. And let me get. Of course, I've done that. And let me get both options. Let me do the Korean barbecue and the hot pot. Pay a little extra, and I'm happy. I'm going to give you a hot take. I've done it myself. A hot take for the K-pop. I'm not a fan. <gasps> I'm not I a gr- fan. I'm on his side. For that, I'd what? rather cook in the crib. Straight Bugging, up and down. Yo. It's a kitchen you go out for. What is that, bro? It, it's, different. Think, it's different. I think a restaurant to you, to me, to me is I have the conveniences. I don't have to cook my food. David, let me say this from my perspective. Please. Because I know you cook. I do. Right? I don't. And and, and many uh, in many I, different ways too. Yeah. By the way, I cook. Yeah. Okay. Like cook. I don't cook, and I could promise you, I do not cook 
as well as a chef in the back of a restaurant. Word. So why would I want to go to a restaurant where I have to cook myself? Because, because first of all, doing the whole... You guys are ridiculous. Doing the whole K-pop <laughs> so thing. You're so young. Doing the whole K-pop thing, it's Back more than day. just... It's more than just like like it's a it's an activity like you're sitting I understand. there like, like you know somebody's I mean? gonna do it and for it's me. easy to cook. It's not like you have to sit there and like oh, yeah. watch it. Everything is so all the meat is like cut very thin and everything. Like it, it literally takes a minute or two. Let me tell you to co- to cook it. When I went, it was not. I, you could say it's easy, but I don't think anybody can do it because my I'm, my food did not come out that well. I am not bad at cooking, and when I went to K-pop, the food was delicious. Right. Okay. But I know that in general I don't enjoy cooking, so I save cooking for like gestures. Oh, it's her birthday, cook for her. Oh, it's Valentine's Day, cook for her. Oh, it's this and that, because then it's a gesture of kindness. But I, I just, I mean, even though I probably should. Well, then you, well, I that don't that don't work frequently. That don't work for my lady because. She look at me like, baby, I'm hungry. I'm like, all right, well, let me go cook something. So I cook breakfast, everything. But still, K-pop is a great... You know, the tone makes me feel like I'm what? a bum now, right? Let me tell you, oh, no. Way, no, but the no. way he said that, he's like, hey, well, uh, that doesn't work for me. No, I mean, no, everybody... I, I mean, don't know how just... it's working for you. You may be on the lower but, end but, of but, the... But uh... see, that's the thing. I actually, I actually cook for a living, and let me tell you, I... I don't want to say I hate it because that sounds terrible, but... I don't like cooking like for other people, but for my lady, I'll cook all day. I don't know. It's, 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 oh, whatever. I'm just yeah, saying. Valentine's just... Day's around the corner. Feel me? There's a. He's trying to figure it out. I was like, yo, that's, let me throw a little. Let me throw a couple alleys on the show. And then she'd be like, oh my god, David, you were cooking. You were talking about cooking. I'm hungry. <laughs> all right, but on that note, speaking of hungry. Oh, we got ooh. San Fran Chiefs next week. Like I said, we got a little derailed. They're facing off next week. We're going to talk about it a little more on Saturday next week. There's a big game. I like it. Mahomes' legacy. Mm. Well, he got another ring. Brock Purdy. All this talk about, is he actually him? Can he do it? You know what sucks? What? If he gets a ring, they'll say he doesn't deserve it. I think that's crazy. Why they would will. they say that? They will. They will Why? say that. Because he's not the he's the sixth best player, seventh best player on the team. That's why they'll say it. I won't say it. You already know who I'm rocking with. I'm not rooting for Pat. I want something different. I mean, we're gonna get I, more into. I, it I understand when we who get you're there, rooting for, but I don't. When we get there, right? But hey, I don't think it was a mystery to anyone who I'm rooting for. Let's be for real. They're uh, gonna say he doesn't deserve it. It was a little bit of a mystery because you started picking. You were like going for Detroit at one point. I mean, I wanted Detroit. Friend, yeah, I don't know who's tomorrow. worse. I don't know who's worse, uh, Cody or or, or, or Wallow. <laughs> I seen Wallow wearing right. freaking seven different jerseys this past week, depending on what team was playing. Listen, I'm not out here repping other teams like that. You're not gonna catch me ever in like a Pats jersey or like uh We know. You might catch me in a Dolphins jersey. I would rock a Jeremy Waddle. Jalen Waddle, excuse me. I used to have a Ricky Williams jersey. Remember Ricky Williams? Yeah, hell yeah. Ooh. He's a guy that made uh grabbing someone's hair legal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew that. Come on, bro. I watched watch a little docu-series. Okay. I've right. been there every once hey, in a while. Right. I've been here for a long time. Hey. So look, I think that the next thing that I, I wanted us to talk about is his boom and bust from last week, man. Let's do it. Boom, 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 boom. Listen. Now, it was a little different last week. It was a we, little different. We had only two games going on. Yeah. So we each chose one boom, 
one bust. Start us off. To start us off, second pipe dream of the week. <laughs> I had Mark Andrews booming, averaging 13.5 pre-injury, right? Because he was injured. He had a whopping, hear me out, whopping 2.5. It gets, listen, I don't want to hear your gruntle, giggle, <laughs> chuckle, anything, nothing. I There was reason to believe that he was going to do well. Now, why don't you tell him about your easy pick? My easy pick? Your easy pick, yeah, please. It's easy when I'm picking. No, 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 yeah, please. Who if that's pick? what you mean. No, no, no. It's easy when I'm playing against you. Oof. Oof. Yeah. My boom. Right. My Pat Mahomes against the Ravens. Yeah, you can't say that's okay. easy. That's it was not, easy. You would have chosen. Yo, that's as hot as Antarctica, bro. You're crazy. Everybody and their mother could have told you that Pat Mahomes is going to have a good game. No. Against the Ravens defense last week, before that game happened, you wouldn't have told me that. Everybody was saying the Ravens were going to win. You might be right. Come you're, on. You might be right. Um, you, you know what? When you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you that I ever doubted that he was going to have a a good game, but I definitely didn't expect a boom. I expected Pat Mahomes numbers. And as is that usually a boom? That's I guess kind of that gray line where you're trying to figure that out. Does he usually boom? I want I would love to figure that out for next episode actually. How many times he's gone over his projection? How many Yes, if we can look in fantasy, how many times he's gone over his projected number? I mm-hmm. would love to know that information. It's a good one. It's a good question. I can probably find that for you. But um, I had Pat Mahomes. Let's keep him on their toes. <laughs> we can do that, too. I had Pat Mahomes against the Ravens, all right? Right. And I, I, I said it. I was like, Pat Mahomes is the best player on that team. And if they're going to win the game, he's got to have a game. Word. He averages 17 and a half. I was like, I've, I've seen him play against the Ravens in the past, and he always balls out. It wasn't necessarily the case this time, but he did just enough to get 19.14. There you go. And put me on the over. I like it. So, hey, man. So, now, on the note, I don't know how many times he's boomed, right? But he averages 17 and a half. During the year, the the, the amount of games he had over that. Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't think I don't think you should look at it that way. Yeah, I know. I'm because about, average literally means half the time he goes over, half the time mm, he doesn't. Mm. That's what an average is. I'll find I'll find that information while you talk about your next pick. Right. Well, this is my bust, PD. Actually, since we had one boom and one. I know. Bust. I just said your next pick. All right, fine. Well, I had Brock Purdy busting this week, which, even though they had that crazy comeback and came, that was actually what happened. He was averaging eighteen point five. He only got 17.48. So, technically, it is a bust. He didn't hit that number. He is doing less than average, even though he's going. So, I mean, there wasn't really a lot I expected from him. And then in the first half of this game, I thought that my bust was a lock. Like, without a doubt, when it was 20-7, to CJ waving the fans goodbye, I was like, yeah, I have this one for sure. And then the whole rest of the game was a nail-biter for me. Mm. It kind of like had me on my toes. Everybody's on their toes. Stepping on toes. Walking on toes. The last episode was Toby or not Toby. <laughs> There's a whole lot of foot in the conversation, I guess. But uh, I don't know, man. When you really look at his production for the second half of that game, it's literally the quite opposite of what the Chiefs and the Ravens kind of went through where, you know, Petey said it so many times. 
the third quarter onward for the Chiefs Ravens was a slow game. Very slow game. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to see a little change of pace going into that Detroit game where you get to see a comeback that we probably haven't seen a comeback like that in a playoff game since Falcons-Pats. Mm. Probably. Not like that, or at least in that fashion. Obviously, the Super Bowl one is more significant, you know, the Falcons-Pats. But no, it was... It was- it's it's right there, you know. It's a lot. Not a lot of people can come back from a playoff game alive, right? You know. So, kudos to Brock Purdy in general. All right. You got that stat? I got the stat for you. Pam Mahomes, I'm giving it to your percentages. Okay. His boom percentage, six percent. Really? Six percent of the time, he boomed. Wow. I'm gonna give you players with a higher percentage. Josh Allen, twenty-five. Jalen Hurts, nineteen. Lamar Jackson, 31. Dak Prescott, 31. Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, Baker Mayfield, Sam Howell all also had six. Right. Jared Goff, 13. Tua, 13. Russell Wilson, 7. CJ Stroud, 14. Justin Herbert, 15. Justin Fields, 17. Kirk Cousins, 13. Joe Burrow, 10. Flacco, 20. Right. AR, 25. It goes on. Now I have a question for you. His buzz right. percentage. <clears throat> Do you need the question right now, or can? Nah, you can finish okay. it. His bust, bust percentage, thirty-eight percent of the time he busted. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, but, but I'm that sorry. Has... I was looking at the wrong one. Nineteen times busted. Um, the only guys that were higher than that, also Lamar Jackson, twenty-five, Dak Prescott, twenty-five, Jordan Love, Purdy, also had nineteen, Jared Goff, forty-four percent of the time. Baker Mayfield, 31. Tua, 38. Sam Howell, 31. CJ's drop, 36. Well, two things. Yeah. One, we all watched the Chiefs this season. Right. And as much as we want to, you know, revel in the greatness that is Patrick Mahomes, at the same time, we were all kind of saying that the Chiefs don't look the same. I agree. Offense Offense isn't, you know, as explosive as it was. So are we... And I'm also pretty sure, I didn't play fantasy this year, but I'm also pretty sure that Pat Mahomes' expectations are always going to be somewhat high, right? That's because exactly he's, what I was going to say. Because he's Pat Mahomes. So, I don't know if I'm entirely too surprised. I think originally, when I first heard the number, because I was like, damn. But thinking about it, yeah. in that type of terms, I don't know if I'm too surprised on that. I'm so happy that you said it before I was able to, because that's true, you know? Like... You know, as someone that me and you were following fantasy the whole season long, right? Yeah. How many times was uh, Tyreek Hill projected 22? Hell, we got him out. You know? So, if he doesn't hit 22, is it a bust? He hits 21. No, he's still balling. Mm-hmm. But he's not hitting that number that they're putting him at. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that he's not extremely valuable of a player fantasy-wise or just in general. But it just means that, you know, they might have set the expectations a little too high for Pat. Tyreek Hill, quick little thing. First wide receiver in NFL history to be selected for a Pro Bowl in his first first eight seasons. Yeah, so Shout let's clap it up for Tyreek Hill. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Good stuff. One Great final stat for Mahomes. He was drafted probably first or second as a QB in most fantasy drafts. Right. Now, the amount of times he made it, he was top six of the week. All right. For fantasy points, top six, top six, like top top six, okay. you know, like number wise of the week. Top six to me, he to me means he was number six. People say top five. No, no, no I'm saying like let's say a random no. and like week twelve, the top quarterbacks. Okay. Like the top six of that week. Top six quarterbacks. Yeah. So 
he was only top six 13% of the times. That's mm. kind of crazy. Uh, so pair Josh Allen, 56 so more than half the season, he was a top six quarterback. Mm. Jalen Hurts, 63. Hmm. Lamar Jackson, only 38. Dak Prescott, also 38. Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, 31. Pratt, Patrick Mahomes was number 24. Now think of the season that Dak Prescott had and yep. all the yards he threw and touchdowns and stuff. And what was his number? He uh, was top six 38% of the times. Well, goes to show you, man. It just goes to show you. And especially in the beginning of the season. Numbers lie? Huh. Hmm. Hey, man. Who's writing the numbers? It's not the numbers that lie. It's the people that write the numbers that lie. Ooh. You know what I mean? Speaking of numbers, I got my, my next pick. Oh, my God. Tell him, Petey. My bust. I had Jameer Gibbs against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. He averages 16. I, I said this before the game. This is a, a young team. Right. But they had David Montgomery, kind of a vet now. Yep. And it showed in the first round they were heavily using David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Right. Jameer Gibbs kind of took a back seat in the playoffs. In the second game, it was a little different. Gibbs did a lot more, scored a touchdown. But in the end, it was not enough. He only scored 13.1 fantasy points. Mm. It's almost as if. Tell me. You know what you're talking about. And, and I'm congested. <laughs> well done. Well done. I'm glad to see that you went two for two to wrap up everything before the Super Bowl. Now, this week, we're not going to get as heavy into it, but we got a Pro Bowl to look towards yeah. this weekend. Yeah, let's do it. And it's been an exciting little couple weeks trying to figure out, oh, this guy was snubbed. This guy should have been in, this and that. You know, we we clapped it up earlier before about Jermaine Johnson making mm-hmm, it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turned out that he was able to make it in because Khalil Mack got hurt. Right. You know, prayers for Khalil Mack. I don't know what his injury is, but it was bad enough that he couldn't play in the Pro Bowl. Um, I think the Pro Bowl is going to be interesting, but I got one thing I want to say before we get into the roster of what is the Pro Bowl. Let me hear it. We were talking about some of the events that we were watching the last couple days the quarterback events, the receiver events, th- things like that. Listen, that I saw that one uh, event that the quarterbacks were playing where they had to throw it into a bucket at the other side of the Jaylen end zone. Jalen Hurts? That, well, he looked like poo-poo caca <laughs> in that event. I'm not going to lie to you. None of them made the event. Like, they no, all threw bad. the ball. It was I, think, I believe off the top of my head, if I can remember who I saw in the video, it was Geno Smith, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, uh, Tua, I saw, and C.J. Stroud. All of them look hard playing those games. And, like, usually when you're watching the Pro Bowl, at least in, like, let's talk, like, last five years past, right? There's competition in it, you know? And if it's not, like, you know, obviously it's all friendly because it's not. It doesn't have to do with the season, but... <laughs> Show me something that gets me excited for the Pro Bowl. David, you know? I, I think you told me you watched it, right? I or mean, did you not? No, right. I did clips? not. All right. I so, was clips the, the most, but. So I don't know if you guys know this. I'm going right. to tell you who finished in the top five. Starting from five, Geno Smith. Gardner, Geno Smith at 20. Gardner Minshew at 21. Baker Mayfield in third place, 24. CJ Stroud in second place with 26. You want to guess who's in first place? won the event? It's going to be someone random. It's going to be someone random, PD. If our- Baker, Baker, no, money. He was number three. He was, number oh, okay. three. he was third. He was third. I'm going to say... You're never going to get it. I won't? No. I, I think I'm going to say the name. You're going to say, who? I think David probably be like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. 
Oh, uh, what was the name that he said that he knew? Blaine Gabbard? Yeah, something. All right, ready? <laughs> the winner. The chief. With 27 points. Let's hear it. Dan Orlovsky. Hey, now. <laughs> Dan. Do you do you see how excited he got? <laughs> do you know who Dan Orlovsky is? Ever seen that Bugs Bunny meme? No. Oh, yeah, I have seen the meme. And Dan Orlovsky used to play for the uh, Lions. Ex Lions quarterback, but he's he not. He's now a. He's now he's a, an analyst. Yeah, he's now an analyst for ESPN. And yeah. he won. He won. He he took his. He came off the chair from analytics. Yes, right. An analyst and won the whole event against current quarterbacks. That's sad. In straight clothes. And he also made the deep ball. He's the only one that made it. He, that's so sad, dude. Nice. What does, that, what does that tell you about the future of the league? Put him on a team right now. Put him on a pedestal. <laughs> no, honestly, make him a jet. You no, know who would have won that wait, event? Let's relax. I think Joe Flacco would have killed it in that event. He does I mean, throw a pretty ball. He, yo, if talk about someone who could put it on a rope, man, maybe he could. Yo, Joe Flacco gets so much love on this show. He really does. It's crazy. And he deserves all of it. Every last drop of it. I don't see any reason why, you know, if there was... All right, let me... Oh, this is a good question. And we'll, and then we'll and then we'll get into... I have one last thing I got to say. Go ahead. If you could interview one quarterback that was a starter last season on the show, who would you want to interview? That, like, but like, after this whole season, after this season, Kyler Murray. Ew, why? Uh, Why? Interested. I'd probably say out of everybody. And he's a gamer. Mayfield. Baker's a good one. I think he'd be entertaining. Honestly, if it was me, I would love to talk to Baker. I think I think I'm gonna say Jordan Love. I would love to see like where all this hype is behind him and how he feels about it. No, re- would be re- a good one realistically, too. I'd probably want to talk to Aaron. You know what I mean? Get, ah, a, a get on a little dark retreat with my man's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come back enlightened. <laughs> that's might be fun. That's because David be on that ayahuasca. That's Zach Wilson? Was. Would you want Zach Wilson on the show? No. <laughs> if he came to the door, I'm locking it. Whoa. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. I might, yo, I might give him a fake address. <laughs> He's sitting outside. Yeah, yo, for sure. Yo, yo, meet me here. I'll give him a dangerous address. <laughs> an address in an area he shouldn't be in. Yeah, they were going. Give crazy. me the address to MetLife. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you should know this should be your yeah. home. Why don't you get back to the drill? I want out of the interview. Yeah. yeah, you said you want to show up. Show up here. Yeah, show, show up, here. up and show out. <laughs> yeah. No, did you see them going crazy for him at the Jazz game? So you know he lives in Utah. Yes. Okay. So he uh he threw like a dime of a football to someone across the the stadium. Like Tom Brady at that banquet. Yes, yes, exactly <laughs> like that. Somebody and, before you move on, it was funny. You saw the video of Tom Brady throwing that ball in the banquet. Yes, yes. Somebody said, when Tom Brady has a football, it talks back to him like like the Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can't start, help himself. He starts start hearing it. voices in his head. Throw it. <laughs> Throw me. <laughs> throw me, Thomas. Throw the back shoulder. Throw it. <laughs> the back shoulder is crazy. Because <laughs> everybody's sitting down. Somebody said if Tua threw. Yeah, someone in the back of the head. Somebody said if Tua threw that ball, it hit an old lady with a wine glass somewhere. That's terrible. Oh, man. Well, yeah, man. Shout out Zach Wilson making uh, the U- Utahians. I guess. What do you call someone from Utah? Mormon. <laughs> Mormon. Well, he's Mormon, no? That's what you call people from Utah. No, but come on, bro. That's a religion. But Zach Wilson is 
is uh is is a Mormon. Correct? Oh, is he? I'm pretty sure. I, I'll Look, hey, I would hate to be wrong right now, especially. Wiki hey. D's, check it I'm out. I'm like 90% sure he's He's going to be like, is Zach Wilson Mormon? <laughs> I'm going to say, Zach Wilson's religious domination. <laughs> He's Wilson the best Mormon to play was football. Baptized as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. There you go. What does that mean? I don't know. Is he Mormon? Is. Oh no, but that is Latter Day. That is a branch of Mormon. Yeah. A branch. Well, there you go. Well, there's the answer. There you go. Is, so, he the, is he the best Mormon to play football? That is such a best to ever do it. I I I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> Because it's not like I have a list of Mormons. Well, you got this one and that one. You know what I mean? Like, you got to... I don't know. But on that note, I think it's time for us to really dive into this Pro Bowl sheet. I think that the list that we do have... Obviously, I was just ragging on a lot of the quarterbacks. But you're all going to see a couple good ones. As far as the AFC quarterbacks, you got Tua, Lamar, CJ, and Gardner Minshew from the AFC. Then in the NFC, you got... Brock, no, no, Brock Purdy's going to be in the Super Bowl. Dak Prescott, Matt Stafford, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, and Geno Smith. NFC running backs, you got DeAndre Swift, Kyron Williams, Jameer Gibbs, now that he's not going to be in it. And then as far as AFC running backs, you got Raheem Mozart, our favorite James Cook, and Derrick Henry. Now... Do you think that the Pro Bowl is an opportunity for Derrick Henry to even display more of his talent for teams no. that might be interested in him? No. Everybody who's interested in Derrick Henry knows exactly what Derrick Henry can do and knows exactly what he brings for, to the table. Well, then, would they be scared that he may subject himself to potential injury in the Pro Bowl? I don't think anybody's playing that hard. Well, it's flag now, right? Yeah, ain't nobody. Which is exactly why it would be flag, simply because of the fact that, you know, these players cost a lot of money and so you know right um getting into the receivers you got Tyreek Hill Amari Cooper Keenan Allen Jamar Chase now as we said we've been saying Amon Ross St. Brown potential snub you know he really should have been he's first team all pro good yeah, I mean, Yo. if for any reason any one of these receivers gets hurt what are you laughing at I have a huge list here of Mormon quarterbacks. Okay. Is there a lot? Um, I'm going to I'm gonna allow you to... I'm going to see if there's any notable ones here. I, I saw one. The first one I, that caught my eye was Matt Gay, the kicker. Okay. Taysom Hill. Hey, Taysom now. Hill. Hey, hey now. So, Zach Wilson's not the best Mormon. He's, not, he's definitely not. No, def- Taysom, no, he's definitely, definitely not. not, dude. Definitely, definitely not. Especially, yo... Jay- Taysom Hill is playing two positions, so he can play two. And I think we've said that on the show, if we can just look at it. Um, we definitely said that uh, Taysom Hill plays two but positions. You've got a lot of, but you've got a lot of – but you do have a lot of players. I mean, oh, I see. Now, this makes so much sense. Steve Young is a huge Zach Wilson guy, right? Knows, like, the family and all this stuff like that. Uh-huh. Right. Steve Young is a Mormon. Mm. Look at that. Part of the same church. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. They go every Sunday. Too, not right? that your church signifies how good you are or aren't at a sport. Obviously not, but throwing that out. There's there. actually Andy Reid, Fred Warner, Andy Reid, a Mormon, Whoa. Super Bowl coach. <laughs> Come on now, 
Come on, bro. It's enough to mention it. He so, does. welcome back to Cody's Corner. We have the top five <laughs> Mormons to ever play football. <laughs> that's a title. Oh, that's a title right there. Top five Mormons? Question mark? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm trying to see if I recognize anybody else. Off the the Church of Jesus in Christ of Latter-day Saints got some ballers over there, huh? <laughs> they about to start a little league? A little, a little church league? Killing everybody. <laughs> the Latter-day League. <laughs> Killing me. That's, that's oh, too funny. Man. That is funny, bro. I, I would watch that game. <laughs> they got some dude. You see the names on here? I see Fred Warner. Like they've got. No, some, there's a couple. They taste them. Like they've got. And they're some all people. coached by Andy Reid on the sideline. <laughs> oh, oh, is, is bro. Zach oh, Wilson man. a top five is this, Mormon? Is this a 52 man roster right here alone? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I really just want to see the number because I'm I'm scrolling through this list and I see that it's so many, but I I want to know how many people are on this list. <laughs> You're gonna be counted for a while. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. yeah everybody else is gonna be talking, but like one, two. Austin Collie. Oh, here you go. For the Colts, look at this. It's a decent list. It's definitely. Look, yeah, well, you know what? Now I want to know how many Catholics are in the league. So. All right, what are you gonna looking it up? That's gonna be a, uh, an encyclopedia. I'm coming back league. next episode with a whole with a whole list. Yeah, top ten uh, Catholics. David, I have I have a challenge for you. Next week, I want you to actually build the all team of Mormons. We could, oh. We could start off. Oh. Mac A is your kicker. That's the easy one. Andy Reid, Andy your, Reid coach. your coach. Go on from there. That's you don't have to do that right now. I definitely don't think you have every position on there. Hey, but I think you do. I you think, think you so? do, man. There's, yeah, there's a, a lot, lot dude. Them. There's a lot. I got guard on here, DT, safeties. Yeah, man. I could make a little team over here. <laughs> but on that note, let's get back into the, the first list that we were getting into. I'm definitely making a team. Definitely making a team. I'm excited for you, bro. I honestly am very curious how that's going to go. Oh, it's going to be good. As far as tight ends go in the AFC for the Pro Bowl, you got David Njoku and Evan Ingram. So we've been talking a lot about Evan Ingram on the show. I think yeah. he deserves it. He, he does, does deserve he does. it, especially the way that he exploded in the, in the latter uh, part of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, outside linebackers for AFC, you got TJ Watt. Uh, not Khalil Mack. Jermaine Johnson, forgive me. TJ Watt's playing? Or if he's if he's active, he should be playing. Mm. His name has an asterisk next to it on mm. the list, so I think he may, he may not. I'm not sure. Uh, insider middle linebackers, you got Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith was that guy number zero on the Ravens. He kind of they kind of blitzed him a lot in the game against the Chiefs. I don't know if you remember that, but good player. Free safeties. I'm just naming people like notable people. You got Minka Fitzpatrick. Mm. And then as far as corners go, you've got Pat Certain from the Broncos, Sauce Gardner. Certain or Certain? Certain, forgive me. I said Certain. Uh, you know you're not good at names. Yeah, well, that's an easy one. I definitely should have said that one right. And then you got Jalen Ramsey in from the Dolphins and Denzel Ward from the Browns. Now I have a quick question. Shoot. The Pro Bowl, if you are injured and can't play or can't participate, your Pro Bowl selection still is valid, right? You were still yeah, you're selected still, to You're yeah. still a Pro Bowler, but they're going to select somebody else. Just like it well, is for yeah. every All Star, you know you're still an All Star, yeah. but okay, just maybe sure. replace you. Yeah, okay, just make it sure. Like it's not like your nomination gets removed, but it's right. more so like their their bench, their like their depth chart is kind of like first team All Pro, second team All Pro, mm -hmm. da da da. So I think that if you get hurt, you get bumped down to the bottom of that. No, I don't think you get bumped down. You still you still keep your ranking. Cause that cause the reason I ask you cause the, the, all that has to do with like incentives and all that stuff too. Yeah, guys get paid off of that, so right. you know. It's good to. Uh, I guess yeah, I would want to. Like you always have um, teams that are in the Super Bowl. Like I'm sure McCaffrey's the first All Pro, but he's not going to be playing. Right, 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 and, right. But he's still going to be the first All Pro. Right. Okay. Um, 
So, oh, wait, you're starting naming names. Yeah, to, to keep going down the list, uh, you got NFC wide receivers. You got CeeDee Lamb. Uh, A.J. Brown is not going to be in it. He was supposed to be in it. I believe he either opted out or is injured. His name also has an asterisk. And replacing him is none other than Amon Ross St. Brown if A.J. Brown does not play. Why would he opt out? I have no idea. But why his would name you? has an asterisk. And A.J. Brown says was hurt. Here, That's why. Yeah, he has to be hurt. A.J. Brown was hurt. Remember, he hurt his knee? Well, then Amon Ra is playing that in, in the yeah, Pro Yeah, I don't think A.J. Brown's going to be playing. Okay, well, then cool. He didn't play the last playoff game. Oh, correct, correct. Right. You're right, you're right. Forgive me. And then you got Mike Evans, Puka, and D.K. Metcalf. Puka's going to be fun. In, D.K. Metcalf's going to be fun. In. Hopefully, he wears some gloves this time around. Play football. Uh, in the t- tight end category for NFC, you got Sam Laporta. D.K.'s going to be really fun in flag football. Super yep. fun. How are you going to get that guy? Especially if his strides get crazy. He hurt him or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, George Kittle would be in it, but he's in the Super Bowl. So, right. replacing him, you got Jake Ferguson from the Cowboys. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't know if there's another tight end that maybe you feel like should have been. or In NFC? In the NFC. That's not... That's not Laporta. That's not Laporta? Laporta's already in it. Right. Yeah, correct. You're talking about someone else that isn't George Kittle or Laporta. I'm trying to think. Off the top of my head? NFC? Let's see. Teams in the NFC. You have the Eagles, nobody there. No. Bears, nobody there. Uh-huh. Packers, I'm not choosing Musgrave. No. Um, Mark Andrews now. Mark Andrews, but he's no, he's hurt AFC. a lot of he's season. AFC. He's no, a- he's NFC. Oh, no, 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 Mark Andrews Sorry. is AFC. Um, Vikings. Who's there? No. Uh, oh wait, Tinker. T- what? Uh, what? He's the highest paid tight end in the league. He better be a. Pro yeah, Bowl. but did he play that way this season? Not really, because the quarterback did. The quarterback exactly. To. I got a good one. The Cardinals, McBride. Huh. All right, so let's talk about that. Is Trey McBride better than yes. Jake Ferguson? I think so. I think Dak Prescott made Jake Ferguson in the regular yeah. season look like a monster. Yeah, that, that that obviously has to be what it is because TJ right. Hawkinson is way better than both of those guys you mentioned. However, he had nobody to throw him the ball. So I'm pretty sure if his stats were anywhere comparable, that would be his spot. I like that. I got a good one for you. Okay. Over there in Tampa Bay. <sighs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, honestly, I, 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 knew I that thought was he was going to say that first. Yeah, I'm surprised it took him so long. Let's be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not gonna argue with Ferguson. There's nobody really, they're not uh, not somebody else that's like not your boy yeah. Darren Waller. Definitely not. <laughs> Dallas Goddard. No, he didn't really have a great nah, season. Nah, he didn't have a great season either. Yeah, I guess you're right. All right, go guess Jake Ferguson. It is. Well, moving along from that, you got some defensive ends. You got Montez Sweat. You got Aiden Hutchinson from the Lions. Demarcus Lawrence. From the Cowboys replacing Nick Bosa since Nick Bosa is in the mm-hmm, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Those are all going to be fun. And then from NFC line outside linebackers, you got Micah Parsons, uh, Danielle Hunter, and Hassan. Hassan? It, it says Hassan. What's his last name? Reddick, R E D D I C K. His last name was Ruggs. Yeah. That's a whole <laughs> different story for a whole different show, I believe. But then inside linebackers, you got Fred Warner. San Francisco, which won't be playing, so replacing him is going to be Demario Davis from the Saints. Good player. Then you got Bobby Wagner. No surprise there. Um, and then as far as notable cornerbacks, 
Devin Witherspoon from the Seahawks, great player. And Darius Slay from the Eagles, replacing uh, Javarius Ward from the 49ers. Uh, other than that, I mean, hey, that's really it. I think it's going to be a great game to watch. So, so let me go through this. I know the Pro Bowl has kind of been a very underwhelming All-Star weekend compared to all sports, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I think this year they changed it up a little bit. They had the precision passing that we see we saw on Thursday. They also had some other events that we I, I didn't watch personally. Right. Uh, they had the best catch, which was between Njoku and Puka. Right. You had high stakes, where it's starting off with two footballs in hand, and each player will attempt to catch punts from a machine. Oh, I saw that. You had Jermaine Johnson, Miles Killebrew, Marvin Mims, Justin Simmons, Denzel Ward versus the run. Deron Bland, Nick Belmore, Sam Laporta, Rashid Shahid, and Devin Witherspoon. Um, you also had a dodgeball game, which I'm upset I missed. I'm going to have to kind of watch that back. Yeah, the dodgeball game was fun to watch. You watched, always, did you watch? It, it was is. really fun last year. You had a lot of big names in that. Yeah. This Sunday, we have kicker tic-tac-toe, where it's each, each team's kicker will compete in a giant tic-tac-toe competition and see who wins. That's pretty cool. Uh, this year, we have Justin Tucker versus Brandon Aubrey. Great kick. Who's your winner? Justin mm-hmm. Tucker. Easy. Uh, I'll agree. Um, then we have something called Move the Chains, where this offensive and defensive lineman strength and speed competition is going to take strategy and teamwork. Each team of five players must work together to move 3,000 pounds of weight off a massive wall, and the first team to pull that will win. You have Will Anderson, uh-huh. Teron Armstead, Miles Garrett, Larmy Tonsil, Kevin Zietler? Who can't pronounce names now, Petey? <laughs> Why do you sound so confused? To be honest with you, I don't, I don't even need the rest of that list. Miles Garrett's going to pull down whatever the hell right, needs right. The dude's huge. It's ridiculous. That guy's arms look like a tree stump. <laughs> it's, it's it's gross almost um, a little bit. Then like, you got, you have a... Finding shirts must be a horror thing. <laughs> you have a, a relay race, which I think will be really fun to watch. <laughs> You have <laughs> you have a Madden game going on Ooh. with Puka, Michael Parsons, and Tyree Kill and Joe. Yo, I'm sure Puka's going to be fine. He's never wearing gloves anyway, so holding the sticks is going to be no problem for the man. Michael Parsons going to win that one. You have you have a tug-of-war tug matchup, five against five. That's going to be fun to watch. Um, and then you got the flag football. So there's a lot of going on on Sunday. I think it's going to be very fun. To I mean, look, it. it's going to be as entertaining as a Pro Bowl can be while we wait for what is the biggest game of the year. And I'm excited about it one way or another. Um, All right. Well, that's going to move us right into keeping score. Hey, now. Huzzah! Huzzah! Oh, see? Oh, Your sorry, sound effects got a, got a little ahead of themselves. So, All David, right. why don't you... Uh, why don't you lead us off getting into the conversation Not about... Not a problem. <laughs> this was so exciting. It made David take off his hat, and he was ready to put it back on. Over the headphones. Uh, yeah. How do you wear... Uh, how are you going to do that one? Nope. I... So here we go. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. So we got a couple things going on around the league. First thing I want to talk about talk is... So the NBA implemented this new... Um, rule that players need to play 65 games to remain eligible for major awards. So that's MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Six Man, things like that. Um, You have Joel Embiid, who, if you guys have been watching, is the clear-cut MVP. Yeah. Right? Like, he is... Was. Was. We'll see. Well, see, this is the thing. 
He's got four games left because he just got a knee injury, right? So he's yeah. already been playing a little hurt. Right. He had this freak injury against Golden State. Jonathan Kaminga kind of like landed on his knee. Mm. So right now he only has four games left to remain eligible. He's so only got four days of PTO left. Right. Four sick days left. Four sick days left. So my thing <laughs> is that like. <laughs> so my thing is that one, if it's not Joel Embiid, right. who is it gonna be? And two, do we think that that's a fair rule to implement? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yes, I do. Okay. I think it should play a series. as two people that are not as into NBA as you. Mm-hmm. I know you're gonna say no. It looks like from your face, I'm looking at you. You're trying to say no. The reason why I say yes is because I think something that we also talked about when we talked about NFL is, you know, what makes you the most valuable consistency? Are you there all the time? And we're talking about you need to play 65 out of, what, 82 games a season? Right. I think that's a good number. Like, if you're playing less than 65 out of 82, are you the most valuable in the league? When you have somebody doing something similar for way more games? This is my thing. This is a slippery slope for me. Okay. Because, again, I watch a lot of basketball. And um, there is only really a handful of guys, realistically, that could even be considered an MVP in this league. Right. And I don't know. I feel like so something like this, like Joel Embiid, right? If he can't play – I've – I've watched these other guys, and don't get me wrong, Shea Gilgis-Alexander having a great year. Right, that was right? what I had in my head. Luca having a great year, right? Like, you have these guys, but Joel, when you're watching them, when you're watching these games, Jalen Brunson's another guy who's having a good year. When you're watching these games, you're like, and then when you're watching the games without Joel Embiid for the 76ers, you're like, oh, no. These, like, Joel Embiid is the MVP. The way he's scoring, the, the like, everything he's doing on the court. So... To me, it's like okay. So let's say he, let's say the injury isn't as bad or whatever the case may be. But instead of playing sixty-five, he can only play sixty. I think that should take him out. Let me ask you this: so sixty-five, and then and then, and then to give me who? Because anybody that you're giving me isn't going to be as worthy. You don't They're think not. So? The Thunder can't do anything without Shy. The, the Thunder are stacked. They're... I'm not. I, I, and and it's a different. It's a. You take away Shy Gilgis. They're still going to be able to, like, run. He, yes, he is a, a huge part of that offense and stuff like right. that. But they're still going to be able to, they, like, run an offense. And they got a lot of comparable pieces over there. Would they you know still what have I mean? made it to first place without Shy? No, I don't think so. And I don't even believe they're in first place right now. It's the Clippers that are in first place right now. Which is crazy to think about. But with that being said, I don't know. To me, it's just... I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't hate the rule, right? Because I do feel like, especially in the NBA, I hate seeing elite players not play, right? Yeah. Whether it be for like some load management crap or whatever the case may be. So I do hate seeing elite players not play, but sometimes I feel like, I don't know. I, I guess I feel like there should be maybe like a little bit like of a bigger threshold. I think right? that's enough. Look, the best ability to have is availability. Yeah. If you're playing 65 out of 82 games, you're playing 79% of the games. NFL-wise, that means you're playing 13 out of the 17. Mm-hmm. Would you give an MVP to somebody who played only 13 games in a season? Mm. That's an interesting debate. Football is a... 
You're missing. It's, I don't it's know. such a different. It's uh, such a concept different. Yeah, it's such because a because it's so many less games. I feel right. Like. Eighty-two comparatively to seventeen is. I, I still like even though Embiid is the front runner, if he if he misses out on it because of this, I think you'll still have options. Luca is still out there. Let me ask you, how about Jokic again? I, and that and that's what I honestly that's what I'm afraid of, because I feel like the league, for whatever reason, will won't give it to a shy, or won't give it to an Anthony Edwards, and we'll end up right. seeing Nikola Jokic once again as the MVP. And I'm not saying that he's not a great player because clearly he is. Right. But I don't know. Me personally, in all sports, not just the NBA, I like parity. I like to see, you know, different people coming up and and all that good stuff like that. So with that being said, I don't know. We can agree to disagree. I think it should be. Personally, I would have took like 50 games. You got to play 50 games. I think that's way too little. That's still a lot of games. Personally, I mean, I don't know if you That's play a little over half. I mean, listen, you guys, uh, these elite players, they play 38 minutes of games back to back. Like 50 games is a lot of games. Right. So yeah, it is, and it is more than half, and it is more than half of the games. Somebody there's gonna be playing 80 at an elite level, you know. There's levels to this, but either way, with that being said, I'm gonna move on. Uh, I'm gonna go a little bit more local here. Bing bong. Knicks on a nine-game winning streak. Woo! Their current record is at 32 and 17. In the month of January, they're 14 and 2. That's nuts. They had a comeback win the other day against the Pacers. Jalen Brunson put up 40. Um, that same night, he got he actually ended up getting um interviewed by uh Alan Hahn that night, and he got emotional because Everybody in the garden was screaming out MVP. It was also the night that he found out that he got selected for his first All-Star game. So That's I really just fun. say that I really just say that to say this. I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm a Laker fan. And uh but I really like what they got going on over there, man. I, yeah, I really do. And I think the Knicks being good is good for basketball. Whenever a New York team like is good, them. it's good for the sport. Right. I, I just feel like New York is obviously the mecca, right? It's such a polarizing city. So when you have the Knicks, the Yankees, Rangers, any Devils, like any of these like tri-state, the like you know what I mean, like any of these teams that are yeah, the Nets should come back to Jersey. Yeah, the, yeah, the Nets. I mean, I mean, it'd be great if the Nets were good, but I don't, it's not the same magnitude as a Knicks being right. good. You know, it never will be either. No. So yeah. Now, the Knicks, as well as they are, as awesome as they've been playing, they're great. A great team. Do they have enough to make a championship run? Now, this do, you is a, think, I th do you think they need one more piece? This is a great, great question. Now, over the weekend, we all know that LeBron likes to be a little cryptic. Right. Right? Sending hourglasses. <laughs> He's talking about, oh, yeah, I thought about being a New York Knick one time. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> First of all, <laughs> LeBron's not going anywhere. It's number right. one, right? He, he retires and, the Lakers? That I can't say. LeBron is a very fickle guy, and uh, he keeps his movements to himself. So I really don't know about that. However, I will say that Nick fans, all right, if you were to be lucky enough to have LeBron grace your roster <laughs> all right you take that and you ride into the night 
You hear me? I agree. Because, listen, I, I was hearing over the radio, on ESPN Radio, shout out to them, um, a lot of Knicks fans were calling in, complaining that, oh, yeah, yes, agreeing that they need another piece, but saying that they don't want LeBron. Not even that they don't need LeBron or they couldn't use that they don't want him. Are you drunk? <laughs> well, look, as a Knicks I fan, I would welcome LeBron with open arms. Oh. All right? I would love to have LeBron on this roster, but on the other side, how much is it going to cost to get LeBron on the Knicks? Exactly. I think it might be more. It's hard to say. It's it's annoying they have to say it, but it might be more than he's worth, you know? At this point in his career. I agree. And listen, what he can bring. Because the name itself, LeBron James, is going to bring you a haul in a trade. On top of New York media. Listen, I don't know. I'm not a GM, all right? So I don't know how they would get certain things to work out, even though there's, again, absolutely no chance that LeBron goes to the Knicks. However, if they got rid of, let's say, Julius Randle, maybe Quentin Grimes... Some young pieces, right, couple that the Lakers, picks. right, couple picks. And you put LeBron James next to Jalen Brunson, OG Ananobi, LeBron. I don't know, man. Look, if In the Mecca, I, I, think, I think it would be, you know, I think it would be crazy to see. Even though it's not going to happen. I'm going to emphasize that. It's not going to happen. However, I do think the Knicks need one more piece. Obviously, it's not going to be LeBron. I think it's like, I think they need another ball handler, personally. Mm. I watched the next game. Jalen Brunson plays a lot. Like a Kyrie? Uh, they don't need somebody of that, like, stature. Uh, but they do need a good, like, I think a guy like, you guys may not know who I'm talking about, but like a guy like Tyus Jones. Oh, yeah, I know who Tyus Jones I think Jones. Tyus Jones would be great for the Knicks. He can shoot the three. He makes great decisions, right? And he plays defense. And they need somebody, because Jalen Brunson logs a lot of minutes. Last year, he played hurt against the Heat. So it's like, to me, they could use something. Are they going to make a run? Yeah, somewhat. They're a second-round team at best, because if they, I don't think they could beat the Bucks or the Celtics in a seven-game series. I agree. But do you think Jones is enough? Is he a star that's going to – I think the Knicks need a star. I like Brunson. Jalen Brunson's not a star. He's amazing, but is he gonna be the star that wins you a championship? Would he be but, a star but, somewhere but, else. But see, this is what I'm. But see, this is crazy because he I'm, was on I'm, the Mavericks with Luca. Yeah, but again, you're playing behind Luca. Yeah. Luca's taking all that. Knicks fans are always talking. We need a superstar. Jalen Brunson is a superstar. Like, I don't know what else do you want right. out of a superstar. You want him to, to. Be able to take the pressure of the city, especially a city like New York, which he does very well. You want him to be kind of like a hometown, hometown guy, right? Like his father's part of the organization and all this other stuff like that. Right. He, he goes out there. He can give you forty at any given night. Like, I he's think, a superstar. I think New York has been always wanting a superstar big man since, since Patrick Ewing. Since Patrick Ewing. Now this is a question. I don't know. I actually think that. Jalen Brunson could possibly be the best Nick since Patrick Ewing. Ooh. I still have Carmelo. I was going to say, not Carmelo. I still have Carmelo there because I'll never forget that. What was it? The 2012, 2013 season when they had like 54 wins. 
They ended up losing to the Pacers that year in the playoffs. I think it was like game seven. I think Roy Hibbert like blocked Carmelo Anthony's shot right at like the buzzer or something, something like that. But I think Jalen Brunson has that potential. Yeah. So he's up. He's right up there. It's, I think he has that potential. Like you, it's not like you got to take him out of a, that conversation or anything. I think it's, he, it's all linear. Yeah, I, I, I think he has that potential to be. You know, if not, and if you know, God willing or whatever, they win a championship. I think he'll even surpass Patrick Ewing. Wasn't this guy from the Knicks also nice? What was his name? Stephon Mulberry. Yeah. Is he also in that in that category? As best that, Nick, best no, Knicks ever. Mm, I mean, he was he was a good one, but there was a lot of because he was really, in, he was in between but there was a, doing it now. But there right? was a lot of yeah, but there was a lot of really good Nick players. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but yeah, that's difficult. It's tough. I mean, I'm excited to see. I think they're thinking about it heavy, and they're gonna make a move most likely. Yep. It's excited to see who they go after. And to end this little segment on the NBA, there was something that I want to talk about, but I'm gonna leave it for next episode. Um, I want to do it a little bit oh, closer geez. to the uh, little closer to the draft, little draft, little little little, little game I want to play. But we're gonna leave that one. But for now, I am gonna give you the quick little starters, the the full lineups for the um, for the All Stars. Okay. So we've got the East, uh, the starters: Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, which that'll probably change. They're gonna have to announce that. Um, I'm not quite sure who. Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, and Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Then you got the reserves, Bam Adebayo, Paolo Bancaro, which I love. I think that's a great. I think that kid's going to be nice. Right. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, who we're just talking about, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, and Julius Randle. So the Knicks actually have two all-stars um, on their probably, roster, which is great. Probably great been a basketball. long time since you had two of those. Yeah. Hey, man. A, probably, yeah. Since yeah. probably Melo and, and Amari, maybe. Oh, Stoudemire, word. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe. And then uh, you got the Western Conference starters, um, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Shea Gilgis, LeBron, Nicola. The reserves, Devin Booker, Steph, AD, Anthony Edwards, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard, and Carl Anthony Towns. That's going to be fun. It always The only thing I have to say about all that, Anthony Edwards deserves to be a starter. Uh, You know what? I agree with that. My thing is that... Who was you? Who would you take off of that? You're either gonna have to. Who are you, you're gonna take off? Luca, Kevin Durant, Shea, LeBron, Nikola. Who are you taking off? Oh man, uh, that's that's difficult. I mean, yeah, you, you can't. Know? LeBron maybe. For AE, I don't know. I think uh, this year wise, I think you could alternate Shy and Anthony Edwards. Yeah, but only one can start. That's, I don't that's know. Look, man. it's tough. There's just no. Well, there's no room for him. Well. All I'm gonna... Bless you. Thank you. Sheesh Louise, brother. I don't know if I ever sneezed on, on Mike before. It was the first was... time for everything. That was wild. Yeah, that's what my sneeze sounds like. So, uh... <laughs> Well, All-Star Weekend uh, for the NBA is always a fun time. You know what I mean? Um, it's going to be exciting. I love it. I wish it was a little bit more competitive. But, um, but it always seems to get that way towards the end. They start playing for a little bit more, uh, which is always fun. And this year they're having a cool little competition between uh, Steph and Sabrina Yanescu. Uh, listen, Yanescu. There you go. I can't really pronounce her, her last name. So everybody's mispronouncing <laughs> last names. I, now. I knew that was coming. Just um, in case. So apparently, her and Steph are gonna have a little three-point uh, competition. Uh, I've got the parameters here. So the format 
It'll be four ball racks with four game balls and one money ball. Right. Fifth rack will be a special all money ball rack. Steven and Sabrina can decide the spot for this rack. Two starry range shots. If you know starry, that's like yeah. that. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, super yeah. deep three. Yeah, right. Uh, shot values. Game balls worth one point. Money ball worth two points. Starry range worth three points. Keep going. I do believe that um, Steph is probably going to hit all of them from starry range. Uh-huh. Um, Steph Curry will shoot from the NBA line with NBA basketballs, and Sabrina will shoot from the WNBA line with WNBA basketballs. That's the question I had. Okay. So I think that'll be really cool, and I think that's also a really awesome way to integrate the WNBA, right, into the NBA. Obviously, that's like the, the sister company and all that good stuff like that. So I think that's a really good way to like show awareness. You might They might gain a couple of fans. Yeah. So. Good stuff. I mean, which they should 100%. And as respectfully as I can, I'm going to say I'm not going to vote against the best shooter of all time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I will. Steph's got that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it'll be great to watch and all stuff like that. But, you know, my money's going to be on the guy that can shoot from the parking lot. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, look, bringing us quickly into baseball. It's not, there's not much going on. It's still the offseason. Spring training is only weeks away. It's right there. Can't wait. Um, the only big news of the week, Orioles have been have been doing things. I'm sure neither of you have heard this one. Let's hear it. But the Orioles owner is selling the team, and you got two new buyers, bringing in Cal Ripken Jr., who's an Orioles legend. Hey, now, Cal Ripken? Awesome. Yeah, you know that name. I know that one. Yeah. Um, Baseball. The, the, Wheaties the, box? <laughs> <laughs> the, the billionaire who's buying the Orioles was born in Baltimore. So a big fan. So you know he's going to be doing his best to win a championship there. Right. Which is going to be a big change from what the ownership was in Baltimore, which kind of cheap, didn't make the right moves. How was Baltimore last year? Great. But that's just because they they had great young stars, you know? Mm. They're an up-and-coming team. Okay. Which brings us into this trade they just made. You got Corbin Burns coming to the Orioles for two prospects and a pick. But this is the guy they need him in. They needed a star pitcher. And I think this puts them over the top to win their division because the Yankees made I was just gonna say. some amazing moves. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about Orioles team last year that won, I think, 101 games. The Yankees won 82. Mm. All right? Wow. The Yankees got Juan Soto. Huge move. Huge. Marcus huge. Stroman, which I think is going to be great. Me too. You're still banking on Carlos Rodon bouncing mm. back and having a good season. Mm. They had a terrible one last year. Garrett Cole, you know what you're gonna, he's going to do. He's our ace. Yep. Um, the Orioles, you have this young team. They're going to keep going. They got more young players. The pitching was amazing at the end of last year. But now you're adding somebody who's won a Cy Young. Cy Young caliber pitcher to be your ace. They haven't had an ace in a while. Mm. Right. Mike Mussina is the last name I can think of. Wow, that's actually my quarterback's name in high school. <laughs> Mike Mussina? It's actually, actually Mussina, but yeah. So I think this makes them the favorite in the division. Wow. And it's going to be so fun to watch. Is that uh, is that your bold prediction? Orioles win the AL East. Really? Calling it, right it, now. calling it right now. Calling it right now? The Yankees, need, the Yankees need to make another big move that I don't think exists unless they make a huge trade, which I don't think they have enough. The no. way too early predictions. <laughs> way only too early. Here, only here in Cody's Corner. <laughs> the Yankees are not going to win the East. Juan Soto will not re-sign the <gasps> Yankee. All of that. All of so that. we got Baltimore winning the AL East, and 
Juan Soto won't be a Yankee next season. And Juan Soto won't be a Yankee next season. For all of our listeners out there that are wondering uh, why I might not be as verbal <laughs> on this portion of the show is because uh, I, like you, am also listening to this content from my fellow uh, uh, co-hosts because this is this is a learning process for me as well when it comes to baseball. So I'm excited to learn, watch as it goes along, and I actually have a fun fact for you. Let me hear it. Did you know Marcus Stroman once was randomly selected to be on The Amanda Show? I think yes. Yeah, I saw the video of him. Amanda, 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 Amanda. It was him at like five years old in a little red polo. Yep, I see the video. And like they like did a competition, and he won the competition. He actually ended up getting Amanda Bynes slimed on the show. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. And now he's a Yankee. Well, look, we're gonna get Cody and David a little more into baseball this season. I have some things set up, so I think it's gonna be really fun. We're excited. And on that note, you know, we're going to wrap this up. And we're excited to see you next week come the Super Bowl, man. Uh, got a lot to talk about. Got a lot to talk about, a lot to see, and hopefully a, a good game for all of us. So let's go. From us here at Cody's Corner, thanks for watching. And as always, I'll see you. I'll see you.